almost the weekend. Blah, blah, blah. Hello. <laughs> How oh you God. doing? <laughs> the the monotone tax accountant is back. Uh, I've been practicing my monotone all week just for you. Is that how you do it so Yeah. <laughs> Folks, it's we've a got a special thing. guest. We probably uh, should introduce. No. Nah, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is a, an apparition across uh, cyberspace. Of, uh, of our topic of today. Yeah, exactly. The ghastly ray. Oxy, um, if you will. That is exactly how I should have described you in my notes. Is like, <laughs> there's this guest we've got, they're just gonna clippy on in, you know? I see you're trying to discuss the Sonic fandom at great length. Perhaps you'd like some help. So that person is Laura, <laughs> one of my dearest friends, which is so exciting to me because I've got two dear friends here. I've got Darian and Laura together at last. Yay. A train wreck filled with crucifixes. That's how blessed it will be. <laughs> yeah, I'm on board. I think yeah. it's like the end of Which doesn't bother me. Oh, like everyone's standing around clapping in, in black and white? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which ending are you talking about? I think one of we pick one of the endings scenarios where they end up. <laughs> well, they end up on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my anyway, god. So Laura, it's, it? it's like three minutes in, and we're oh no, it's not even three minutes. It's like thirty seconds in, and we're we're already talking about Evangelion endings. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Laura, welcome. So happy to have you here. Thank How you. are you? And what have you been playing? Um, this is going to be a very telling question. I haven't played video games for a very, very, very long time. No shit. Because of no real good reason, actually. I love video games, but <laughs> I'm an adult who does full time work, and I, I struggle to, like, I struggle with the guilt of, like, sitting in front of the computer for five hours at the end of the night. And I'm like, oh, I should be, like, being productive and stuff. Totally. Yeah, thanks, self-critical brain. That's very helpful. Yes. Yes, indeed. But, um, but, alright. Um, last game I would have tried to play was Disco Elysium. Oh my god. And I know I would love Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium was I know I have to wait until I'm in the right room to play because I will not yeah nice well if it gives you any motivation to pick that up uh your incompetence does not stop you from progressing in that game and it's just uh it's a beautiful bit of design yeah it's also, also like, like I just want to get, get um, like, like it's, it's, it's all the voice patch. Yeah, yeah, and the it's incredible voice acting. It's kind of like um, did you ever like uh watch or pick up Hades? No, nope, that's another one list. That's another game. I have so many games on my list. Yeah, they catch up on. 
the voice acting in in Hades is just like they apply all these effects and it's like super atmospheric and Disco Elysium is is exactly mm. the same. They just like get the voices so right and it adds so much to the experience. Oh, that's good. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I should really, 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 really Hell yeah. It's, it's probably probably change my life if only it's there was a better. Sonic mod. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> yeah. I don't want a Sonic mod. <laughs> hey. Hey. Uh, I'm alright. Um, yeah, well, uh, so what about you, Darren? What have you been playing? Uh, man, I cannot put the witness down. Witness, I fucking love The Witness. It's so good. It makes me feel real smart, and it gives me the good brain chemicals every time I play it. So, like, yeah. It's every just... time you play it, you play it before? Uh, oh, no, 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 every time I pick it up, sorry. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, no, I picked it up, like, once when it first came out, which I think is, like, 2015. I'm not really sure, but it was a long time ago. And I didn't play it for very long at all. Like, I just picked it up. I was like, eh, yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I put it down. But, like, I was just, I was in that zone. I've been playing some puzzle games recently. And, uh, man, The Witness just has me. It's got me in its lasery hug. And I don't want it to let go. Does it give you the good brain chemicals when you solve a puzzle? Or is it just simply being The Witnessed? So no, nah, it does. It does this special thing. I was trying to like, I was trying to write about it today to try and like decode why it's so attractive to me. And like the puzzles are really well designed, and that's great. But like, I played a lot of puzzle games where the puzzles are well designed, and just like the completion of the puzzle itself doesn't give you the good brain chemicals. But what the witness does is it like teaches you about the mechanic that you need to understand to solve the puzzle without it teaching you i don't know how to put that into better yeah, words yeah. but I like see how you're trying to write it down yeah. is a challenge yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah there's... Her organically kind of holds your hand into it versus like just being able to do this thing right right and because you have to kind of I don't know, because of the way it teaches you things, they really stick in your head. So, like, when I'm tramping around the island finding new puzzles to solve and, like, I come across something difficult that kind of melds a bunch of mechanics together, all, all of the rules for those mechanics are just sitting in my mind waiting for me to use them because I've just, like, I feel right. like I've had the best teacher ever to, like, walk me through everything. Mm. Mm. Nice. Interesting. Interesting. I've, 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 I haven't played the bits of puzzle. I've, I've watched the playthrough. Play right. Yeah, the video essays on it. I'm a miss player. I'm also a big puzzle player, so I come from the old point-and-click style puzzle games. Hell yeah. Um, I tried quest. to uh, see, baby. Like, I did try to play it a little bit, and I couldn't get into it. Maybe I should just stick with it a little bit longer. I think it was just maybe the first style of those first puzzles was just... I found it too repetitive, to be honest. Right, yeah. Personally. Maybe I should just stick with it long enough. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I can't really defend it, hey, because I put it down the first time too. <laughs> mm. Like, I I wasn't that 
into it for whatever reason. But yeah, now I just like, I think it, it is maybe one of those mood games where like, you know, there's no music. There's like the very soft foley of your footsteps. Oh, and... this reminds me of your game. I asked Oh, no shit. Um, Outerworlds. Oh, oh, oh my god, I love yeah, Outerworlds. That, that's my podcast as well. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I, actually was, I actually watched a friend play the DLC. I was, I was like, co-playing? Worth playing together. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, that instantly, instantly had me very impressed. Man. That's very good game. Talk again, like, like, in the sense of, like, in the vein of, like, kind of a game not telling you at all what to do, you've been, by the end of it, you're like, you know the world so well, but you're just finding puzzles by the fact that you just understand the way the world is built better. Yeah. Like, yeah. Totally. Oh my God, Laura, you are welcome on this cast anytime. You come <laughs> here talking Disco Elysium out of Wilds. Those are like look, two of my look, favorite look. games. <laughs> look, my like my main, um, like the the brainchild of like, well, the thing that has created my brain is like all these style puzzle games. Is like I grew up on like the Mists and the Neverhood and right. uh, Bandango and like they were like my first kind of. Um, my gateway drug into gaming as a kid. So, all these styles stuff. All like the um, game design, like really kind of intricate, even like well designed, or not sometimes games. Mm. I, love, I love that shit. Right. Man, that's really interesting that you didn't get into The Witness because it reminds me of Mist a lot. I know. That's why. Like, I, I, I was, was kind of supported by it, personally. Yeah. I'm not going to go over brain anything, but. Maybe it's time to return to come back to the witness and see. Okay. Oh my god, or the game. The thirty games. Oh, you're gonna play Bowl's Gate? I hope so. They did that whole early access thing, which I found a little bit weird. I'm not going to completely clean. Yeah. Same. If I do that, I mean. Yeah, because I was looking at it, it was like cutscenes without animations in them. Like they released it as a beta with just like, here's a a black screen with an implication of a cutscene. Really? Yeah. That's 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 a crazy state to just expect players to, and it was just like the first few levels as well. Anyway. 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 Joseph Brosev, how are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, dude. It's been it's been a pretty good week, you know? Pretty good. Um, been playing uh, Slime Rancher 2. Oh, yeah. Which is our game of the month. Uh, Games Club game of the month. Hell yeah. Shout out. Shout out. I don't want to talk about it yet, but I've been taking quite a few notes and having a lot of feelings about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been Slime playing Rancher. Slime Rancher 2. Have you heard of it, Laura? I have not. Okay. I think it inspires such a poetic words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I only say poetic words on this podcast. Um, that's all he's, I say. Yeah, he's a very eloquent host. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, look, it's so what is Slime Rancher? It is a game where you... It's first person and you have a gun that sort of sucks slimes in and you make a little slime life and farm where you like collect them and have them eat food. It's like a little bit of like a farming game. 
Um, yeah, look, I know this might go against your ex- expectations, but you actually run a slime ranch. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's slime sad. rancher. Um, so I'll just hold to your level above Hazel before I, like, <laughs> Oh, you so don't... I'll yeah. Slime rancher. Look, for, for you? Two. Slime rancher two. I would, I would say play disco first. Good to know. I, I know the slimes sound attractive. Um, maybe hold off on the slimes for now. It's my favorite word. <laughs> Slime? It is absolutely my favorite word. Or two. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can count to that. Yeah, me too. Um, then I've been playing some... I actually went back in on Breath of the Wild yeah hell yeah yeah with all of the encircling hype for tears of the kingdom i'm like what what was breath of the wild like breath of the wild second playthrough this is such a weird phenomena that seems to happen to most people who i speak to about this is second playthrough way more enjoyable than the first Mm. did you feel that way darian um yeah i thought it was more enjoyable for the number one reason is that when I started my second playthrough, I was super intimate with the control scheme, which yeah, is just right. like knuckle bustingly fucked for that game. <laughs> and I really enjoyed that the second time I played it, I had a completely different experience. And I was just like, this game is amazing. There are so few games that can deliver that kind of shit. And uh, yeah, knocked it out of the park for me. Yeah. I feel as though it's like um, way less of a, um, like try to work out what this game's trying to give me experience and more mm-hmm. just like a, let the game give what it's trying to give me, give me mm. experience. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm just wandering around, I'll see a mountain or whatever and I'll talk to someone and they're like, hey, there's three trees on those mountains. Well, you, something's going on there. And I'll be like, oh, hell yeah, man. I'm going to go try and get on that mountain. Sick. And then I'll go there and I'll be like, you're too cold. And I'll be like, okay, fine. <laughs> and then you have to try and work your way around that. And it's just like that on repeat. Um, yeah, which is pretty good as far as video games go. Yeah, that's that's a good loop right there. Hard agree, hard agree. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I've been playing a little bit of Hunt and uh, a little bit of something else that I can't remember right now. But yeah, um, that's it. That's it for the video games for me. Hell yeah, man! I gotta say, this is a cracking opening. We've mentioned so many of my favorite games. I'm just you're happy great to be time. here yeah yeah <laughs> um all right i got some nasty ass chicken wings for you motherfuckers are you ready for this oh it's laura you right. probably know we call it the three-piece feed on the show the new yes. segment yeah good. okay yeah, good. i'm ready for this nasty chicken wings hell okay. yeah all right <laughs> let me see what we got here uh <laughs> We got, okay, we got some Tears of the Kingdom shit going down. Um, So two weeks out from release, so this is a a couple of days back, um, the full game is is available on, uh, to pirate. Um, So you got the occasional Twitch streamer getting away with streaming it for an hour or so before they get a takedown. Um, But yeah. The, the the naughty people have cracked the game and and they are they are smashing through it as we speak um and i don't know if you'll remember but this also happened with breath of the wild pretty much e- exactly the same time frame two weeks before release some heck? somehow they got a copy of it and then it just proliferated through the naughty sites the naughty boys are at it again oh, you know what 
first time or two. Right. Please thank you. Make their game available, like, on the internet. The entire <laughs> game. Yeah. It is quite... Nintendo is it okay, Nintendo so... by their own like like you know ridiculous laws of uh, I don't copyright. know submission and copyright yeah mm. yeah yeah, yeah. Is, there, right. is it that there's like a like an embargo copy that slipped and that has just like made its way onto the internet through some means like paid for by the naughty boys or is it that they've hacked the Nintendo HQ? I could not find out because I was curious myself, um, especially because. Nintendo was so stringent around every fucking thing when it comes to their own video games and their IPs and stuff. And it's just like, you know, Zelda's one of their biggest and this is the second time they've fucked it up. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. Like, do they just like, have... So Sorry, go on. If we're like any other company, like, I'd be like, oh, that's a shame. Like, it's because it's Nintendo's like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, we deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. Dicks to everyone. Yeah, 100%. Like, like m- maybe it's just some, like, employee that's just like, fuck this company. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm going to put it out there myself. Uh, um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's a thing. Yeah, I keep seeing it every now and then on TikTok. It'll be, like, a TikTok live or whatever, and I'll scroll past and see that they're playing it. But it's, like, really laggy because I guess either billions of people are watching it or someone's trying to take it down or something. I don't, I don't know exactly right what's yeah. going on but i'm seeing streams of it out there on the there you go there you go um what else we got we got uh we got activision another shitty company speaking of shitty companies uh we got activision adding pay to win to call of duty modern warfare 2 what? Oh. um so beloved call of duty modern warfare 2 uh, you can you can just pay money to start rounds with extra armor and additional weapon slots and stuff like that, and there's currently no way to separate paying players from free to play players, and so oh, come on. yeah, so you can just you 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 can basically just pay for more health than the people the other people in your lobby. But it's not it's not per round. Like, it's not like you just kind of insert coin to have it around, right? I don't, truly insidious, Laura. I don't know, but I also would not put it past them. Like, you know, like two yeah. bucks for extra armor for 10 rounds, you know. It'd make it literally look like a, like a slot machine, like a gambling yeah. machine. It's like, oh, yeah, just chuck a little place. You know, I'll put in there. Yeah, you want that extra help? Like every if you die yeah. three times really quick at the start of the match, it's like, hey, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so you're having a bit of a skill issue. Maybe you want some yeah. uh, some help with this money. <laughs> some money, God. Oh, yeah, just oh, a free, oh, a oh, taste. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gives you like oh, taste taste example. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. incompetent swine. <laughs> 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 oh my God. I mean, it's just a, well, it's not a weird choice, you know, of course this is the choice they'd make, but like, yeah, I, I can't imagine the player base is like welcoming this with open yeah. arms. Only children. 
we would accept that because they don't know we care. Like they just. Yeah, and and you know this is off the back of um a, a news item we had a couple of weeks ago where Activision had to pay like I don't know it was something fucking tiny uh oh sorry not Activision it was Epic they had to pay like four hundred eighty six million dollars in fines because of uh this is in the UK because of like children using their parents' credit cards and yeah. the you know the UK body that governs this kind of thing was just like that's not fucking on. Like you, yeah. you just can't have children having access to this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's bad. cooked. That's cooked. Activision. You know, like tighten, tighten that belt, sunshine. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got uh, <laughs> video game adjacent news. Um, so the Writers Guild of America has gone on strike. Oh, um, so yeah. uh, this is this is pretty big news, um, and and this is due to writers being paid fuck all, um, and it it's kind of off the back of the new streaming service structure and like how shows are being made now compared to how they were pre-streaming, um, and yeah, just basically the pay gap between the executives and the person like the people actually making the content is just like fucking monstrous. Mm. Um, so there's this writer comedian called Adam Canova who had a great call out. Um, they basically said that Warner Bros CEO, David Zaslav was paid 250 million last year. Um, you know, to do his job as, as a CEO and producer and that is the same cost as funding 10,000 writers for a year. And uh, the strike represents 11,500 writers. So right. I so felt just like... just take this guy's pay and we've got no issue. Right? <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and this is going to impact TV and, and movie production in a pretty big way until the strike ends. Um, and, and just quickly, I'll tie this back to video games because I had a pretty choice quote here. Um, from beloved friend of video games, David Gator. Oh. Um, he said, even Bioware, which built its success on a reputation for good stories and characters, slowly turned from a company that vocally valued its writers to one where we were quietly resented. Mm. Uh, there was a reliance on expensive narrative seen as the albatross holding the company back. Um, and it's just like, it's just fucking sad because like the reason those original Bioware games and like the reason why people still love Knights of the Old Republic is because of the writing, like, you know, the, the quality of how a game looks at the time of release is really important for like hype and trailers and all that kind of shit. But like, as time goes on, like writing is just so important to creative projects like video games and movies and you know like all of the little people that make up a project it's just like it's just fucked how little they're being paid for their time mm. yeah. i wonder how um how soon before or after ea's acquisition of uh, bioware he said that quote <laughs> this was like was recent was this like was today other. this yeah. was today oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this was um, in response to to the writer strike. Uh, um, yeah, I I was happened across some Australian te- news television the other morning, 
and they oh were boy. talking about the strike and it infuriated me to no end. They were like, you know, they're striking, but everyone, you don't have to worry so much. There's still quite a few series that have got like, you know, oh, backlog. God. So, you know, the strike isn't going to impact anything right away. And I was like, shut up, go straight <laughs> to jail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's like it, it's such like an Australian thing, like a she'll be right, mate. You know, just kick the can <laughs> down the road a little bit until yeah. until something implodes. It was things that it doesn't affect you. you yeah. Dear <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh fuck. It's it's future use problem for now. Keep sipping on that. I don't know whatever it is, pumpkin spice diarrhea or whatever. I don't know what they're drinking. Yeah. Well, as is a popular sentiment from the hit game Disco Elysium, don't be a scab. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, leave this podcast with like regretting the past like five years of not playing that game. I mean, look, let's be frank; it's one of the best games out there. Just one I I of the I best. I don't even doubt it. I've not heard a single like ill thing spoken about it. And I feel like anyone who does is probably sent directly to jail. <laughs> like there's yeah. this kicked into a hole somewhere. I, I have a couple of bag chips. Would you like to feast upon their gooey insides? Yes, I would, Kent. You could not have put that in a more appealing way. Okay. <laughs> bag chip number one. Uh, Redfall came out. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. This is this vampire game by Arcane. Um, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, Arcane, you know, they made Deathloop yeah. and yeah, all that, all that good stuff. Deathloop sucked. But the other games that they made, Dishonored games, great. Yeah. All right. So I feel like I, I got to step in here and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and defend Arcane's Honor because okay. Dishonor fucking rules, Prey fucking rules, but they That's got good. two studios now. Yeah. And Dishonored was their studio A, Prey was both their studio A and B together. Deathloop was uh, Deathloop. Deathloop Deathloop was was uh, Studio A again, and Redfall. This is the first time Studio B has gone solo, and apparently okay. it's just a clusterfuck. Yeah, look, Studio B. No disrespect to them at all, because uh, I know making games is hard, and these reviews are pretty harsh. And must feel not so great to have all of this happen, but it has been received widely quite negatively. Mm. Um, mm. And I've seen some footage from it, and it, you know. It looks like a, a un, unfinished game that came out too early. Um, all sorts of glaring visual issues, bugs, design flaws. Just, just it runs the gamut in terms of like areas that have that could have been, you know, improved by some more time in the oven. Um, so I just wanted to read like three or four different headlines after oh. googling the words "red fall." <laughs> exactly what I'm doing now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Right. Red, Redfall's failure is Microsoft's failure by Forbes. Oh boy, people are really worried about the fact that um, you know this is like a Microsoft offering, um, and Microsoft, apart from Starfield, don't really have too much else coming down the pipe, and they're kind of a bit worried about the future of you know Xbox as a result of this. Right. Wow. Yeah. Really? Was that much yeah. hinging on Redfall from in terms like... of AAA offerings for Microsoft? Is is I didn't even think this was a AAA game though. Yeah. Is it? It supposedly is. I don't know. Oh shit. Okay. I think I heard about this game for the first time like literally last week. Like I've heard, I've seen nothing. Yeah. About it at all. Personally. The gamer says, "Don't even bother playing Redfall single player." Um. 
<laughs> I love I love the uh, the oomph you you're given these titles. It's really yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's really putting me in a position to react. The, that's what this show's all about. The Guardian <laughs> says Redfall review: Vampire shooter is sucked dry of fun. <laughs> no, and that's all I'm. I'm just going to leave it there. Um, that that article needs to go back in the oven. Yeah, I I don't know, man. This this happens every now and then, and it, it sucks because it feels like it's cool to hate on something. You know, like it becomes like a bit of a trendy thing. Yeah. Like I everyone mean, like Cyberpunk had that same issue. I still yeah. think that's I want to, but like it also was plagued with like release troubles, but it ended up getting okay by the end of it, I think. Yeah, Cy- Cyberpunk correct. struck true gold luck, luck gold. What do you call that? Diamonds? Oh. I don't know. They struck diamonds <laughs> with the release of their anime series by mm. uh, whatever that yeah, studio is, Bones. Yeah. It really like injected new life right at the time when they were just like fixing a bunch of stuff with the game. And so people saw the anime and were like, hey, I remember that game and then picked it up again. Right. It like quadrupled their player base at the time. It was the most successful the game had ever been briefly after the anime came out. Mm. Anyway, that's, that's all Redfall needs. Let's uh, let's expect the Redfall anime in like two years. Yeah, sure. Let's expect that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and one final bag chip here. Um, Good luck finding guys to do that. <laughs> yeah, where are the writers at? Um, Citizen Sleeper goes physical. They're doing a board game version of Citizen Sleeper, our game club game from a couple of months ago. Cool. Yeah. So wow. it's got um, a vinyl OST, tarot deck, dice, um, hardcover stuff, and like you know all the stuff that comes with a board game, like a board and you know, all that sort of cardboardy goodness cool yeah i mean well that that shit would translate like there's a bunch of dice rolls and yeah i i guess it was so heavily kind of single player narrative i wonder how they turned that into a board game because the dice rolls and stuff were fun but like something's got to happen you know there's got to be some kind of meaning tied to the dice (laughs) yeah i don't know how they maybe there's like multiple sleeper or whatever what are they called in that game? The person you play as? Uh, sleepers. Mm. Multiple sleepers and you're all trying to get off the eye or something. I don't know. Yeah, sounds good. I'm in. Yeah. I'll, take, I'll take three. <laughs> I'll take three. All right. Well then, here we are. Oh God. At the precipice. Oh geez. This week's topic. The reason we have our guest here is the topic is Sonic the hedgehog oh god all right so like i i yeah okay so you've done you've done a bit of research joe and i don't i don't want to step on your toes or any or anything but but laura could we maybe get laura to talk a little bit about your like history with sonic like why yeah like why did joe think of you immediately when he thought of sonic i don't have the question for joe where did you go? <laughs> <laughs> what about me uh, gave you the hint that I, I have different toe in the Sonic fan base? Uh, pretty sure in your apartment right now you have a Sonic, at least one Sonic figurine, right? Allegedly. <laughs> at least one. Oh. We've spoken at great length about Sonic before. And you've told me about your love of the sonic movies 
Love is a very strong word. Love is a very strong word. The way you spoke of baby knuckles really makes me feel there's love involved. Yeah, see baby knuckles and that's it. Like you're in love. It's it's a baby. It's a baby show. She had her heart. Um, (laughs) This is precisely what I wanted to happen. I'm really enjoying this. That's good. So yeah, that it was. It was purely that uh, after the conversations that we've had about Sonic and your, you know the way that you went to see the movie at the cinema with your friend who hated it. <laughs> yeah, no, he, uh, he bought I shit you not. So we've made it a thing now. So the first time he, we went in clean, I don't think we were drinking anything. Second time he brought um, two four-packs of different things. So we had eight drinks between us. Oh. Um, we, got, we got through the entire thing by the end of the film. It was great. Yeah. It was a great time. Yeah. Um, and now the third one. Now the third one. Wait, there's a third movie? They're in production right now, or yeah, they're finishing bitch. production. It's time Hell for Shadow, yeah. baby. Shadow <laughs> is, um, is coming. Edge, edge boy. The, third, the Pe- third one is is going to pop off purely because Shadow is in it. Wow. Yeah, look, people got that's, blue that's fever. That's my prediction. They got, they got something. Uh, wait, track that's in. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's why I, I thought of, of Laura. I remember the like I sent a video message to Laura of our Google document. I was like, hey, just so you know, Darian put this in the Google Doc. They're pretty excited about it, or something. And I like lifted the phone up and like scrolled it across Sonic the Hedgehog. Do <laughs> this like episode fish to it. Yeah, come on. <laughs> in. Oh my god! Well, I, All right. I'm, I'm just happy that this is happening. I'm happy to be witness to it. I'm privileged. It's an honor. He witnessed the car crash as Joe trying to understand Sonic Bandit. Oh my god. So, I I need you to understand. (laughs) Normally, when we do this show and it's my turn to do a topic, it's like, not not, not a big deal, you know? There's like a few days of research there, maybe less. If it's something that I know about, I can just kind of go in and wing it sometimes. Like, I just talk about animation for wherever. It doesn't matter. But with Sonic, my god. So it takes me about an hour to get to work each day, there and back. Almost every day since I've learned of this topic, I have been spending my entire train ride watching Sonic videos. <laughs> oh my god. And oh, making so Sonic notes in my Notion document, which is like several pages long at this point. I showed it to Darren before we got started. Fuck. Um, strap yourselves in, listeners. I don't think is... you would be interested, like, you would treat this like a job. Like you would treat I didn't this realize topic how... like research. Yeah, I really did treat it like research, and I feel like <laughs> uh, my brain is like soggy and blue as a result. Yeah. <laughs> oh god! That's the only reason why they're still fans. Like once you get that like sappy, yeah. like mushy blue face in your brain, it never really goes away. It's like dye. Just kind of stays there forever. Yeah. <laughs> is is Sonic a type of brain cancer? Is this a thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that was clear. <laughs> Um, yeah. You literally in the document you wrote, do the, the Sonic episode you cow do it. It's like that, 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 that like brains parasite the cats give you, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, they make, make you like them. They make you yeah. like them apparently. Oh. No one knows you have it, Yeah. Holy shit, yeah, That's Joe. Funny. You've got the Sonic Parasite. <laughs> yeah, Sonic Plasmosis. <laughs> it's drilled itself deep into my brain. Okay, um, well um Share it with us, if, okay. you, if you will. Yeah. Join my sickness. Um, so <laughs> it, th- there is a lot here, and I think some of it is better than other parts of it. And so I might skip over certain things. And if you feel like jumping in and stomping on my toes or whatever it was that you said, then please do. 
I really uh, would love the Clippy experience. Yeah. I'm just scared for what I might learn. I'm... Yeah. 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 We'll see how we go, I guess. it's. I, I've read through this document several times and I, I can't really make heads or tails of it. Pun intended. <laughs> Oh, no. No. See, see what I'm saying? Oh, God. Um, it's a sickness. All right. So here we go. You ready? Take, ah. a, quick, take a sip of your cold tea yeah, and, yeah, and your gin. We're going in. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm as ready as I can be. Okay. Here we go. Sonic the God. I'm going to read from my document as well, by the way. That's, that's kind of how I'm going to do it. Normally, all I right. just go off the top, but this time I've written it all down. Sonic the goddamn hog from the goddamn hedge. Born out of the dank embers of corporate competitive sabotage, forged at the crystalline peak of Disney's pre-viral character design principles, and then honed into a long, demented blue blade by the millions of weirdos on the internet. Sonic wasn't created. He was pulled from the moist gamer subconscious mind, like an Urukai is pulled from the earth, covered in filth and screaming. <laughs> I'm definitely putting some epic music to that. Yeah, please do. <laughs> That's as good as this document gets. From here, it's all downhill. <laughs> that was that was amazing. The rest of the document could be horseshit. It was worth that introduction. Good. Yeah, yeah I was channeling something when I wrote that. Uh, <laughs> so I, I have played a couple of Sonic games. I played Sonic One and Two. They were my they were my first ever Sonic my first ever video games actually. Wow. My dad brought home. Yeah, same. A, yeah, that was your first two as well? Yeah. Wow, there you Have go. Have you played any Sonic, Darren? Yeah, so I had a Sonic game on Sega Saturn. I, yeah. I, I don't know which one. It would have been, it was like 1996. It came out the same year as NBA Jam. So like, take from that what you will, one of, one of the original Sonics. And then later on when I got Windows 95, I got Sonic CD which oh, was yes. yep. which was like a cool isometric Sonic. And I remember yeah. actually really enjoying that one. But after that, like, I haven't picked up a Sonic game in probably 20 years easy. And so my relationship has just been like watching Let's Plays pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so I can already say that I quite safely that I have probably played the most, the most Sonic. Of Out of everyone brain. here. That's good. Oh, no. That's good. <laughs> See, this is why you're here. In theory. I need you to correct things uh, for, for us as we go along, because I'm sure I'm going to get heaps of things wrong. Um, shall I continue? Continue. Mm-hmm. Um, as most folks, sorry, a game most folks thinks is about going fast, because that's what Sonic says. This is catchphrase, gotta go fast. However, the designer has created it to be a game about gaining and maintaining momentum. Even in his very conception, uh, there was conflict, deep gash-like flaws, and wild ambition. Sonic is a macro version of what happened to Kellogg's Tony the Tiger, a serial mascot. Do you, do you know about Tony the Tiger? It was, I think it was more <laughs> of an, an American thing. Yeah, that's a wild reference. I was yeah. like, no, I have no idea. So Tony the Tiger was this serial mascot that when he had this like advertisement where he was turned you know, CG slash real and put into a live action commercial. Oh. Uh, he became the object of desire by many folks on the internet and, <laughs> oh, and around God. the place to the yeah. point where Kellogg's eventually actually gave up and removed his official Twitter account. 
As in uh, people were too thirsty for the yes, tigers. They wanted to fuck the tiger. They they gave up. They gave up. Kellogg's? Yeah. Also boo. Was there. Boo. Kellogg's sucks. Yeah. We all know this, but <laughs> Kellogg's relinquished the tiger yeah. to the masses and let them feast. I wonder <laughs> if that was the kind of like half Catholic Catholic um driven like executives just like we got to stop this. We got to yeah. end this right now. Exactly. We don't yeah. care how much money we lose. Whether it was like a tearful, like sorrowful, like kind of weeping as they kind of was like, we got to. Got to let him go. We got to cut him, man. Yeah, got to let him free. <laughs> let the tiger run free. Like, so like, that would have made them so much money if they rolled. Yeah. And so I was saying, you know, like Sonic is a is a larger version of what happened to Tony the Tiger. He's Tony, right. Tony the Tiger made made flesh. Uh, this little bastard is prolific. His legacy has maintained to sp- has managed to span decades, mediums, genres, and still persists to this day, with a third a third Sonic movie in the works. God save our souls! But how on earth does this little blue dude do it? Well, that's what I want to get into. I'm going to discuss some history behind the blue blur, the design factors and animation that pushed him through the history books, uh, the way you can't Google him without going patently insane. And how, uh, yeah, and hopefully with Laura's help, we can pontificate on all of this as we go. Oh my God. This is great. I'm loving this. This is like the fucking Sonic Ted talk. Like, I'm, oh not, God. I'm not sure, like, Ted could even handle this kind of content. It, no, it, you it, see, the majority of the Sonic fandom is in that, like, is in, like, the, the delinquent brain. Like, kind of like, they, like, it's the kind of people who, if you're a Sonic fan, the moment it just inspires, like, emotion in you, like, the words that come out of your mouth, as I'm about to describe, are not legible. They don't make <laughs> sense. It's just, it's just spitting, like, a lot of fucking, like, sweet rhapsody that you and you have no fucking idea what I'm saying or what I mean yeah. or why I'm saying them, indeed, and I probably won't either. Yeah. that's what it does that's what we're here for right so this is this is really a condition like this oh yeah yeah th- this is not a this is not a, a kind of yearning for for something this this is a, a downright condition that causes you to behave it's the cat parasite that was a great yeah. parallel <laughs> whoever said that yeah. brilliant yeah. i think oh yeah like i'm not i'm not gonna indulge too much at the very head of all this talk but like um, I think a lot of the themes and a lot of the things about, like, personality that is, I guess, it's like the Hedgehog kind of canon and world, I think, uh, a little certain class of people, I think. Mm. And mm. also, it's like, complete aside, like, it's just like the nostalgia crack cocaine of yeah. a childhood. Like, everyone has fun. Right. Some people are Sonic. Some people are Yu-Gi-Oh. For me, it's both, so I'm well and truly in the can. <laughs> then, like your Dra- Dra- Dragon Ball Z or Naruto or whatever yeah. it is, right? Like everyone has one. Mm-hmm. Um, Pokemon, some people. Yeah, for those people, it's just your comfort drug. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how shit it is, you'll always be like, you'll be there with them. They'll be cradling their like bleeding, dying body to the grave. Yes. So we'll get into this. The bleeding, dying yeah. body that we're gonna we're gonna reach that point <laughs> eventually. Alright, sorry, I got bad. No, absolutely fine. I love I love it. You, you're you're already getting to like where i was like yesterday with the end of my research uh, which is yeah, great I, I think laura can see the matrix for this one. yeah absolutely <laughs> um so a little bit of history now 
The first ever Sonic game happened in 1991. I was one years old. Sega gave up on Alex Kidd, which is probably for the best, and came up oh, with Sonic. I love Alex Kidd. Yeah. Look, Alex Kidd ruled. Alex Kidd did rule. Great game. I think they actually re-released Alex Kidd recently. There was like a remastering or something. I don't know. It's oh, ringing shit. a bell. Right. Um, and came up. They came up with Sonic in, in re replacement for Alex Kidd. For his mm -hmm. design, they launched an internal contest at Sega, which is criminal and extremely weird. They wanted a character that kids would quote-unquote want to draw, mm. uh, which is, again, insane, but perhaps probably the best brief they could have had because just look at DeviantArt's search result pages one through thousands. Yeah, well, well, truly worked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everyone mm -hmm. drew their own Sonic OCs, which we'll get to as well. Uh, production of the first Sonic game saw more and more elements stripped from the game. Uh, originally, it was a story about a pilot who tried to fly really fast. Uh, and the game is just his storytelling. His, the game just is about his wife telling stories to their daughter about the pilot. Um, or like Sonic having a girlfriend, ne girlfriend named Madonna, who was modeled after the singer Madonna. No, no shit. But there's yeah. cartoon <laughs> pictures out there, concepts of Madonna. <laughs> you want to have a look at them if you like, or maybe don't. Uh, the flight jacket apparently still exists from that version of the game when it was all about a pilot and the logo that you actually see at the start of Sonic has wings on it. So there's sort of a little bit of a, you know, vestigial tail there of, you know, oh, yeah. this that looks like a game about a flying thing. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that that logo looks like it belongs as like a patch on a bomber jacket or something. Mm. Yes, Is that why they introduced Tails? Tails? Yeah, so Tails flying is, yeah, that, that was all part of the sort of pulling from the original story. Mm. Um, yeah. And there were planes in it. I think there was something about the planes that they really liked. Anyway. I've got a quote here from an article. Uh, the History of Sonic the Hedgehog by Mark uh, Petronili and William Ordurio. Can't pronounce his last name, it's French. They say in this article, and yes, the spiky singer had a girlfriend named Madonna. Her design was inspired by American pop star of the same name, and the young woman was at the center of the story. That sadly was never finalized. Instead, a drastic change disrupted the scriptwriter's plans. A certain Tom Kalinske became the head of Sega of America and categorically refused to associate a strange little blue animal with a human girl in a romantic way. Up until oh. later in like Up until later. Six. 2006, Laura, you know this. <laughs> <laughs> we all know about Sonic oh. 06. Anyway, we'll oh get that. Oh my god. Uh, he was also in a rock and roll band, which we've got this uh, article from GameSpy.com. Yuji Naka talks. Uh, but the biggest thing I remember uh, was that we didn't use... Oh, that's sorry. That we didn't use in Sonic 1 was the breakdancing. And we had this idea for a sound test. The composer for the game was one of the members of Dreams Come True, a famous Japanese band. So we wanted to do something special for the game's music. See, we wanted to have a separate sound test screen with an animation of Sonic breakdancing while Sonic Band played the game music in the background. We were working on the images and had enough space left on the cartridge memory for it, but once again, time constraints prevented us from putting it in the program. So there was all sorts of stuff going to be in Sonic 1 that never made it in, like the wow. band. I don't know who played in the band, but it just says Sonic Band. I mean... I feel like later games had a band. Yeah, they did. Yeah, the animation as well. There was a whole animation. Yeah, the second ever Sonic animation was Sonic in a band. So which Sonic game had a band in it? 
Um, not Sonic, not like a band itself, but okay. um, the characters. Uh, I like I'm spoiling all that for you guys. No, go for it. The games. Um, the Sonic heroes featured Vector, Espio, and Charmy. Yeah. Which were characters either from a comic that became yeah. canon or from the second ever Sonic animation upon which Sonic had a brother and sister who yeah. also played in a band. Okay. I didn't know was... about the, the brother and sister, but I do know about yeah. those guys and the fact that they came from the cartoon or the comic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have clarification on which it was. So, yeah, like, but... Sonic and music is, is has always been a thing. It's always been like a link. Yeah. Interesting. Because music is cool, man. <laughs> right, just do. oh my god that could have been straight out of the ad in the 90s like <laughs> sonic yeah. giving the devil fingers music is yeah, cool right. man yeah. cool <laughs> sonic as a um what's it called propaganda machine anyway uh <laughs> during development the world became more and more ecologically conscious so the focus of the game shifted to be uh, more about a message of saving the plants and animals which is perhaps why you free the little critters as you pro progress through the levels. It also shows nature versus technology in the theming. The further you progress through, the more technology was present, uh, sorry, present, and the more challenging it becomes. Um, Laura, do you know why there's little creatures in the game other than that potential reason? I couldn't find any other info on that. Um, I remember hearing something similar, actually. I mean, the reason why you save them is because Dr. Robotnik, and I will refer to it as Dr. Robotnik instead of Eggman, um, <laughs> yeah, as, as you should, as yeah, you should. Of course. No, I, I, I don't give a fuck. Fuck um, the name change. Except for right now. Um, <laughs> so they're called Flickies. Yep. And they, I think he uses them to power his machines or his devices. Yeah. Oh, that's um, fucking sick. That's like so Fern Tree like, Gully. Yeah, yeah like, he literally like, has them inside of his robots, like, powering them. Oh, like he's not mincing them up as fuel. No, he's not they're down there, like running the yeah. the, the mouth. Uh, otherwise, that was the case every time he popped him on a machine, like it would burst into jibs. Instead, you release a little animal. Yeah, okay, fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, Got to keep it safe for the kids. That's yeah, that's right. right. Well, until later in the... Anyway. Uh, establishing <laughs> canon has always been front and centre in the minds of Sonic fans. In 2021, the Encyclo Speedia got released by Dark Oh, my God. <laughs> the same one that did the Zelda uh, timeline book, which I have. Uh, Twilight Priest actually gave me that one. Um, and it, But it didn't have the same timeline, which fans were kind of both, as fans often are about Sonic stuff, uh, happy about and also angry about. They kind of wanted to know what was canon. Uh, mm -hmm. The official Sonic Twitter account, which apparently is an amazing place to go. I didn't have a chance to check it out. I meant to, but I didn't. Uh, once tweeted saying, everything is canon, which is hilarious and valid. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sonic does exist in a kind of multiverse thing. He does, so yeah. It means that kind of, you know, nothing is true. Nothing is true everything, and everything, everything is true. Yeah, that's going to be All your Sonic OCs are real and they actually exist. Yeah, unfortunately. God, that's a scary like, thought. Yeah. yeah. It, it really is like like the truest version of the multiverse stuff that you've been getting with like Avengers. It's like, you know, everyone's fanfic is real. Anyway, uh, hardcore fans. Oh, uh, wait. Yeah. Uh, let me skip that bit. Speaking of hardcore fans, <laughs> uh, they also tend to do most of the screaming. Remember the famous internet video of Sammy, classic Sonic fan, and his 13 minute long rant. I don't know if you've seen this, Darren. Laura, you almost certainly have. It's the when will you learn your actions have consequences of the kid with the t high pitched voice screaming into the webcam. Oh, 
Vaguely. Oh, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know this, but it sounds like a must-watch. He's got like a Mario backpack on and he's screaming, I think about Sonic 06 uh, and about how he's hating the, the new direction of the 3D Sonic games. Uh, anyway, I, I, I love that he's got a Mario backpack, like yeah. this fucking uh, ancient feud that pick like your just... base, bro. Pick your base. <laughs> yeah. I know. Look, I think, and I think that's that's part of it as well. I think a lot of people saw the videos of these people doing these Sonic rants and took them to be one hundred percent serious Sonic fans, whereas I think a lot of the time they were like playing it up, being a bit of a character, um, for the for the views, for the meme, um. So, yeah, uh, this, this video and many others like it featuring Sonic fans playing up the character as uh, a sort of irate Sonic fan caricature. Yeah, like I just said. Um, there have been many Sonic games. I have a list here. I might read it. I might not. Uh, <laughs> look, there was just heaps of them, and we probably don't have time to talk about all of them. In fact, there's probably only a few minutes left, but we'll push on. That's um, all good. So just quick segue, Laura, yeah. what is your favorite Sonic game? Yeah, probably like the most unoriginal answer, probably Sonic Adventure is the one that got the most playtime out of me. I played it, so I, I never had a console, so I played it on I played the PC release. Wait, Sonic uh, Adventure 1 or Sonic Adventure 2? 1. Oh. one. It was Sonic Adventure DX is what it was called, just to make sure it was extra cool. <laughs> um, I, I think it was a much better end of the Sonic Adventure game as well, because it had a lot of and tweaks and things in it. Oh, right. They fixed the horrible facial animations. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. You know, what's your reference? What standard are we going by? Um, the original. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the well, when they oh, first made the shift. Barely. barely. Okay. Like, you're still pretty dodgy, but, like, that got so many fucking play hours out of me. Like, I... That was my year. I think when I bought that game from it, it was just like it was a random buy. I found like a discount bit, and I was like, "Oh, you're Sonic Ghost for the game." I was like, mm. And then and this is probably year five or six. I was playing Sonic. No um, shit. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah, and that was the first 3D one as well. Yeah, it was. Ever released. It was other than the isometric ones. Like yes. Oh my god. <laughs> um, which is, you know, is that actually? I think it was actually 3D. So. I was about to get to that, but yes, there was a, the, a technically the first 3D Sonic game, which people refer to as the first, even though it wasn't true 3D, it was isometric, mm. and it had mm. the Donkey Kong treatment done to it, um, mm. which was, what was it called? Sonic... CD? Sonic CD, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. That's like the only other one I played. Yeah. Um, and th yeah, that, that one was, in terms of removing the appeal from a Sonic character... <laughs> and their designs and animations taking them and putting them in like an infinite isometric view and pre-rendering their animations in 3d using 3d animation software which was pretty bad at the time uh is yeah, and then also trying to make to... it move fast yeah, yeah it was making like... move fast and it, it was like motion sickness was the game yeah <laughs> a lot of people struggled with it um let's see what else have we got here uh you can talk a little bit about the design uh sonic takes a lot of design cues from cartoon characters uh, from the 1930s and 40s. People like, or characters like uh, Mickey Mouse and Felix the Cat specifically, the bendy arms and rubber hose articulation. Uh, here's an article. Uh, I don't have the source of this article, but it was in a video uh, that I watched. 
Fisher leaned in. This is one of my favorite stories. Nakasan gets all the credit, but because he designed the game, uh, because he designed the game and, and all, you know, he's the powerful personality. But because of that, I think Oshima-san, which is the person who actually did the original Sonic drawings, gets lost in the shuffle. So one time, I went up to him and asked Sonic's true creator where the spark of an idea had come from. He's really shy, this unassuming kid, and I expected him to say something like, it was a team effort, or it was just one of those things. But he smiles really small, and he says, I just put Felix the cat on the body of Mickey Mouse. Oh my god. Yeah. Which is so good. Yeah. I think his, orig his original name, I think, was also Mr. Needlemouse. Yes. His original concept name as well. Yes, it was. <laughs> You've got all the stuff that I didn't include in my notes just off the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Oh, it's perfect. That's fucking sick. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that you've just got this shot shit coming off the cat. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Joe has all the actual, like, of note stuff, and I just have, like, all of the off cuts which he purposefully left out. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to say it like that. Purposefully insert them back into the podcast. You will listen to this garbage. <laughs> yeah, <Here's laughs> to bring in all this useless information, uh, Laura. Goddamn. <laughs> um. I That's didn't know what idea, to keep maybe. and what to throw. That's the thing. And I think this, the fact that you're bringing it back in means that I should kept. Yeah, you nice. threw out Needle Mouse? What the hell, bro? I threw out Needle Mouse, which is <laughs> crucial information. Um, yeah, so next we've got here, the late 90s saw a real boom for little critters with attitudes as video game mascots. And as a result, it really sucked a lot of the wind out of Sega and Sonic's sales. Um, I've got here, list of 90s games featuring anthro critters with personality problems. Um, Write the list here. I didn't end up getting to the list, but off the top of my head, we got Bob Z, we got Gex, we got Banjo Kazooie, and Crash oh, Bandicoot. Oh, Gex, love Gex. Gex also, yes. Conker, Conker. Um, Earthworm Jim. Yep. Ooh, oh, those, those cool Earthworm Spot. Gim Who? Sorry, what was that? Cool Spot. Cool Spot may have been pretty Sonic, actually. Cool Spot. Okay. It's weird, sure. weird ass game. Um, it's not really anthropomorphic. You're literally playing as like a dot. Okay. You're playing as like a red dot. Did he have an attitude? Yeah, he did. Bro. Okay. Well, the... sunnies. Uh, yeah, you put sunnies <laughs> on. You, yeah, it's Poochie the dog from The Simpsons. That's the whole meme. Yeah. <laughs> so, as a result, Sega felt the need to reinvent Sonic a bit, and that is partially to blame for the run of really messed up Sonic ideas that we had in the following years. Stuff like giving Sonic a sword, or giving Shadow a firearm, or Sonic is now a <laughs> werewolf or there's 15 playable heroes and you can play three of them at a time, or you kiss a live-action girl. You know, the list goes on. Uh, this led to the Sonic cycle, which was announced. Well, technically, she kissed him, Joe. Get the facts right. Get the information <laughs> straight. All right? Technically, yes. Uh, so yeah, it led to this Sonic cycle, which was became known as, which was like, they announced a new Sonic game, there's a lot of hype for it, people get disappointed, they repeat. That was the Sonic cycle. Sonic Adventure, Laura's favorite Sonic game of all time, came out in 1998, two years after Mario 64. Uh, it was out at the same time as games like Banjo-Kazooie, Resident Evil 3, oh, sorry, Resident Evil. Uh, and 3D was really on the rise, uh, what with all of the Nintendos and Playstations floating around. Um, Sonic Adventure's visuals, though, were a little bit of a disaster. Not counting Sonic Adventure DX, which apparently was God's gift to Earth. Yes, that was exactly what I said. You took that about like, ran with it so well. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. well, I would counter that and say it was. I'm pretty sure it was the um the debut game or one of the debut games on the Dreamcast, which was yes. Sega's answer to the PlayStation. Yes. 
Um, which they and it was can. actually received pretty well at the time, I'm pretty sure. I think. The DX version? No. Like Son- Sonic Adventure like, 1? Okay, I don't know. I don't, yeah. ha- I don't have public sentiment at the time of Sonic Adventure. I think. Don't, don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure it was pretty well. It was more the Dreamcast that, that died versus right. the game, I think. So I'd, I'd seen pictures or videos of stuff from Sonic Adventure 1, and I thought it was like people doing fake animations. Um, but the <laughs> facial animation in Sonic Adventure 1 really needs to be seen to be believed. It's like a bad trip, liquidy mouth, yeah, horrifying like, teeth. Fucking- see the shit on the playstation at the time were they even like opening their mouths at all did they even bother did they even try <laughs> they tried they endeavored apologies apologies in that game they had the ability to open their fucking mouths in 3d you fuck like who's okay. a fucking oh. judging I'm judging Sonic. <laughs> I didn't realize I was coming into this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Continue, bitch. Moving hastily along. <laughs> uh let's see here what else have we got um i think one of the things that sonic team really struggled with was in particular the design i think this is what we were talking about as well laura a while ago was that you know you've got this character in 2d they've got this like profile with the spines on his back and the way that he stands and you know even the animation is like stepped style whereas when you shift to 3d everything's all on ones and every single frame gets rendered as a new frame of animation um and you're looking at him from behind which is not his best side you know like you're kind of used to seeing him from the side and so that was kind of their first foible you know they were like oh we'll just do it in 3d it's fine put the camera behind him and oh god the spines are everywhere um they also had this weird insistence i don't know what this was whether it was from the comics or maybe in the originals there was photo or not photos drawings of him with his arms crossed but in 3D, making a character cross their arms is already quite a challenge. Uh, if you throw in the giant hand slash gloves that they had yeah. in the Sonic games and the weird, tiny, like, bendy rubber hose arms, making them cross their arms is really quite a struggle. It sort of looks like they're just throwing their hands up on either side of their chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah let's see here. Furthermore, it took them until... Sorry, it took them from 1998, the first 3D Sonic game, up until 2008, which was Sonic Unleashed, to create a half-decent run cycle. The character spends 99% of the time on screen, uh, on screen running, and I just thought it was strange they took so long to polish a run cycle. Wait, so, so is this a personal take? Is This, this is, is a personal this take. This is totally... <laughs> fuck it. Like, who are the He's noticing. All right, who's fucking doing the breakdown of the Sonic video going through frame by frame? He's literally from the back. You're watching shoes go up and down. I just think it was weird how they had all of this stuff that they'd solved with Sonic 2D. And even in other Sonic games that they'd later worked out, like Sonic Adventure 2, where they'd like done the run cycle good. And then in the next one, whatever that was, they went backwards. They like fucked it up again. They like had his like hands splayed out in like T-pose while he was running around. It was... the weird thing with sonic 3d animation stuff specifically is that they kept learning stuff and then unlearning it you know like yeah they didn't like have like someone who was like hey you remember well they didn't seem to have a meeting where they were like hey remember when we did this with the animation or the look or the design you know like he only spends a couple of frames walking before he runs in this one we're going to have him walk for five whole seconds before he gets up to a run animation it's like no we're not gonna like why why didn't we keep what was working um, 
in any case, I'll try not to rag on Sonic anymore for the rest of this episode. <laughs> no, well, I thought, I thought, interestingly enough, that's probably the only, like, side of it that I'll speak of death as well, potentially. Like, <laughs> you, you actually have insight into because I've sure I'm an animator as well. I sure shit don't often pay attention to the cycle run cycle. Like I'm too busy trying to fucking hone levels, bitch. Like <laughs> I'm not looking at Sonic. Not looking at those. I'm trying to get that SSS tier. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the casino level. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it is interesting that you that that. It just came through. Like, so it, I, yeah. I will say a quick thank you to, um, what do we got here? Sorry. Um, Dan and where is it? Uh, New Frame Plus. He's at his uh, YouTube channel. He did a animation breakdown of every single Sonic game. It's like two hours long and it is fantastic. Um, and a lot of the stuff that, I, that, that he was talking about was specifically around, you know, critiquing the animation of each game. And that's where I pulled a lot of this animation talk from. So... <laughs> I haven't played every single Sonic game and had opinions about the animation. It's just what this guy was saying and my observations from the video. So, moving hastily <laughs> along. I just, I just love that we're on this line right now where we've invited a specialist, if you will, onto the podcast. Oh, uh, don't and... call me a specialist. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I love this. You know, like... Is the defense up oh. until the point that you like it? Oh, no. It's like, I, 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 I hate Sonic the Hedgehog up until you say anything about Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the little brother. You have to defend. Oh, my gosh. You've got a real Garfield Odie dynamic coming on. Oh, yep. no. <laughs> uh, ah. Moving hastily along. Um, what else have we got here? Um, yeah, so Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, introduced this character named Shadow, and um, yeah, it was the yeah Laura's uh, husband apparently. Um, Knuckles actually. Knuckles is my first. Shadow's my second. Okay. Depends on the day. Depends on the day. Depends the, on the mood. The moons and the tides. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, Self-prescribed perfect being. They gave him air shoes, effortless heelies. Or effectively, they were heelies, uh, and it's wonderful. Nothing like giving the edgelord of all edgelords slippy, fancy shoes to glide around in. And yeah. I will say, I think he looks great in as he glides. It's not, yeah. it's, it doesn't look girly. I just wanted to note that they gave him slidey shoes. I thought it was fun. I think if he also fixes the, because he was designed for 3D as well, probably, yeah. now that you said that, um, the back, because Sonic has no silhouette in the back, you know, it's just a block. But Shadow has his spines kind of out to the side, but it's more of like a star shape. He actually has the spines to work in the back, but Sonic doesn't. Yeah, he, he answered a lot of questions visually that Sonic had just like inadvertently thrown up in the air, um, which is interesting because they didn't they then didn't go to apply that for quite some time. But in any case, uh, they, so Shadow the game came out, which was or the Shadow's game came out, which is called Shadow the Hedgehog, came out in two thousand and five. And in this, they gave Shadow a gun. That's fucking so <laughs> fast. Dog. Yeah, they, like that, heavy, yeah, uh, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like heavy metal. I could do a whole podcast right. on just the Sonic soundtracks. Yeah. Like, I, I should listen to some of them unironically. Okay. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Uh, so, yeah. No, no, laugh, laugh. I need to do it then. Okay, good. <laughs> the cutscenes were animated by Blur Studios, which is you know, famed animation studio. Uh, they do a lot of video game stuff. Um, not video game studio, they're an animation studio. Um, and they actually showcased the potential of the character designs from Sonic working in 3D for the first time. 
Um, they really favored a lot of this, you know, anime style timing, really cartoony spacing. Um, and they just, you know, didn't fumble when it came to making the hands, the giant hands and the giant feet actually work in 3D for the first time. Um, they also added some squash and stretch to Shadow's jump in Shadow the Hedgehog 2005, and it was great. And then Sonic 06 happened. Sonic 06 sure did happen. Blur Studios did the cutscenes again and they were very good. They had to contend with the whole live action character and uncanny valley contrasting against the Sonic characters in same proportions, but all things considered, it was all right. Um, the game is famously a buggy mess. Um, a lot of people struggled with just everything in that game, you know, like the level design was nonsensical. The controls made it feel as though Sonic was intentionally throwing himself off a ledge as if he wanted to die, perhaps. Um, yeah. It, and then there was the famous kiss scene, which as I've been corrected, you are not kissed. Oh, sorry, you don't do the kissing. You get kissed as Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, kissed. exactly. Whoa, whoa. Don't, don't say you and mean Sonic. I'd, sorry. If yes, I'm, I mean if Sonic. I'm, not me. If I'm Ugh. playing a Sonic game, I'm not pretending I'm Sonic while I'm playing. Actually, Laura, do you do that? Is uh, that a thing? I mean, I don't personally. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Sonic but, game where you could make your own Sonic OC in the game. So yeah, technically you could do yeah, that. Yeah, there was. Um, what was um, that called? Do you remember? I, I don't know. I think it was meant to be an online game. I'm not sure if it's even still running. I'm not sure what happened to that. Um... <sighs> Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Sonic Generations? That might be it. No, no, Sonic Generations. No, that's Origins. Oh, okay. I don't know. In any, in any I case, don't know. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, I'm sure there are people that do that, though. So. Bless them. Bless them. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm not going to, if you want, insert yourself into a Sonic shoes, by yeah. all means, do so. Yeah, put yourself in those big red shoes. All right, yeah. we're concluding so, now. I hope, I hope you don't get inspired. A human child? She was a child. Oh god, please. I the more information I learn about this kiss, the more unsettled Every I am. Every entire game was fucking weird, bro. Weird. <laughs> I once did so... a PAX panel about the best and worst kisses in video games and I brought this one. <laughs> I love and how Which one? The best or the worst? That. Worst. What was the best? It was one of the worst. <laughs> or the best what, what, what? If your name's Laura. Alright, moving on. Uh, what was the best? Oh I can't remember. Yeah, I remember. No, I, I barely remember any of the other no, words. But you're getting specialist to you. I'm not a specialist. <laughs> Look, if I, if you dare call me a specialist on Sonic the Hedgehog, All right. I can make you special at something. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. All right, we got to get to the end of this. I'm at the conclusion. <laughs> We're running out of time. <laughs> Sorry, apologies. That's all right. All right, the Sonic, uh, the Sonic cartoon, along with the success of the games, largely due to Sonic as a cool, righteous dude, uh, and not just some guy to play as, a la uh, Mario, resulted in Sega managing the impossible. They actually managed to steal market share from Nintendo, which at the time was seen as impossible. A graph I saw put it at 65% Sega, 35% Nintendo at their peak. So they really did what they set out to achieve. Oh, sorry, they really achieved what they set out to do, which was, you know, take some market share back and you know, uh, keep the Sega and Dreamcast alive. So all thanks to this little blue dude. Um, oh my God. Yeah, pretty amazing, right? It's crazy that it actually worked because I've never heard of Sonic succeed 
You know, right. whenever I hear of a new Sonic <laughs> so game, I, I feel like financially and critically, it never succeeds and it hasn't, it, it feels like it hasn't succeeded in decades and it's just amazing yeah. that it's still here. Yeah. yeah, it is amazing. I think there's, like Laura was saying before, the, the true testament to it is these nostalgia-fueled freakos that absolutely cannot <laughs> get enough of this little blue man and his running of fastness. Anyway. Well, it, um, it's also his just like his, you know, corral of, of bushland creatures as well. Or yeah, like, you, you can probably like lump in some fairies cast. in there too. Yeah. There's a bit of that. If you've ever seen the cartoon, you are instantly a fairy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a really messed up scene in the cartoon where Dr. Robotnik turns Sonic's girlfriend, who's just like a woodland, a lady woodland creature, yes, into, into a robot and she screams. It's bad. Wow. Yeah. And he does it in front of him. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really full. But that, on that note, though, one of the reasons why uh, the Sonic, like the original Sonics, like the entire first kind of. Uh, it's Sonic Golden, Golden Days. Mm. Were popular because they, from what I recall, purposely tried to appeal to the edgy side of teenage life. Like they were the counter to Mario's, like kind yes. of family friendly, very safe, very sterile, right. so, kind of fun. Yeah. Like Sega very purposely set out to be like, we're going to appeal to the exact opposite. We're going to make this a cool fucking dude. We're so, going to make it fucking. They were so pizza bold. And, and chili dogs and like have a girlfriend and fucking. Birds and smash fuck. monsters and yeah, yeah. fuck that's an incredible interpretation of a Sega executive right yeah. there. Yeah. I, yeah, I could see them. Only a Japanese force. Um, <laughs> but no, like he was he was purposely set out to be a, a, to be dark, darker in theory. Yeah. So Sega were actually incredibly bold with some of their marketing yeah. for Sonic. They they did this thing where at the shopping centers they would put two screens on one screen would have Mario and the screen directly next to it would have Sonic. And they would let people come and choose which one they wanted to play. Wow. That seems very stupid. It but... was so bold, but because the way when Sonic is idling, he's not just sitting there like Mario does. Yeah. He like looks at you yeah. and taps his foot and then he lays like, down. Yeah, he had a like, real person. I think the Sega games did that in better in general, I think across yeah. the board for the first little while like a lot of their their sprites had so much personality in them that yeah. like it, like by comparison it puts most of the others to shame from what i can like off of my head can remember yeah like they, they just had so much like pizzazz yeah um, i think it was also the movement as well like people were yeah. used to seeing mario's max speed as like you know pretty leisurely stroll i guess compared to sonic's full ball which was like you know pretty pretty damn quick when you were really flying. Um, so yeah, I've got, I've got a few notes right here at the end. All right. Lightning round. So yeah, it is, it is very much a lightning round. Some Sprite comics came out in the early internet, which were a sign of how much fans loved the IP. So they like ripped the Sprites from the game and used them to like make their own comics, which, which is you know, a sign of a healthy fan base when they're being created with the IP. Mm -hmm. They also then ripped the Sprites further to turn them into flash animations and posted them on Newgrounds. And Newgrounds, obviously, was like a huge, you know, breeding ground petri dish for this kind of content. Um, <laughs> and it was way before YouTube was a thing. Then Super Mario Bros. Z happened, which was actually a, a more than, it was more focused on Sonic than Mario. It was like a, a fighting animation where Sonic and Mario fought. 
uh, and, it, and it really showed like the potential of quality of fan-made sprite animation. It was apparently quite good. I saw some clips from it, very impressive. Mm. Um, the swathes of Sonic fan art on DeviantArt and elsewhere, the fanfic, the porn. As the Sonic games came out, Faith was, uh, sorry, as the 3D Sonic game came out though, Faith was falling and fans were aging. And so we eventually got the Sonic Dreams Collection. Do you know about this, Laura? Yes. Okay. This was I a weird do. collection of yeah. busted ass, strange Sonic themed mini games, which uh, yeah, culminated in you seducing yeah. Sonic before being sucked in to a Sonic game as a grotesque morphed version of yourself and running and collecting rings. Whoa. It was very strange. The I very much recommend to like, anyone who hasn't watched it, watch it. It's a fucking weird time. It is a really weird <laughs> game. Sick. It's extremely weird. You really go down the depths of like, yeah. You know, the Vore Sonic and like the you know, everything, every kink is represented. Well, not every kink, but there's a lot of kinks represented in that video game. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, the amalgam of all of this Sega and Sonic Team struggling to keep up with the times, the shift to 3D, the internet, the twisted fan art, the aging community trying to express their sexuality and identity through their Sonic OCs, the creepy Sonic games, and extremely detailed fan fiction spanning the years, the depths of the deviant art, all of it created Sonic. Which is this morphed weird version of Sonic the Hedgehog, which came about as an animation competition, which is like, it almost looks like a child scrawling of what they imagined Sonic to look like. Um, is it not that? I thought that's exactly what it was. I thought yeah. it was a kid. I, I think it's like, a, yeah, it's a bit of a naive art piece, I think, or yeah. a meme. I don't really know what it is at this point. A truly struggling icon's horrid final form. What had we done to him? What had we become? When uh, what then followed was the Sonic movie character design saga, which felt exactly right at the time, as it felt as though it was exactly what Sonic deserved to be right. ruined so, in this way. So, Laura, what was your initial reaction when you saw the original Sonic movie look? Oh, it's just like it's so far beyond like like being taken seriously, right? Like your body doesn't react in like a no, it's not outrage. It's not like, um, you know, anything of of worth. Nothing that like kind of you know, like affects you your emotionally. You just look at it and <laughs> then you laugh. You laugh. I laughed as well. And then you you, you move on with your life because like, <laughs> what the fuck is new? Like it, it's <laughs> it's just Sonic being mistreated it's just again. So yeah, it's yeah. just hilarious. But, you know, upwards from there. Yes. Yes. But then Tyson Hess was brought on to redesign Sonic. He did some work on Sonic Mania, which was uh, the most popular Sonic game of the last 10 years, or the last 20 years, or however long it's been now. Who knows? Yes, he did. He did a famous Sonic, God, you know everything, a Sonic comic uh, called, what was it called? Do you remember? No. It's called, it's called like the adventures of sonic or, or something it's very like good that. though i remember that. yeah it, it's phenomenal like he, he's yeah. very talented yeah th there was a lot of really good sonic comic stuff that was happening towards the end or like as you were getting you know as as um the uh sonic was happening um there was also a lot of really good stuff um including sonic mania um and sonic mania were uh, was directed by Christian Whitehead. Um, and he, and it was regarded as one of the best yet last year. Anyway, 
So the, the way that Tyson got brought on was because, yeah, he knew Christian from Sonic Mania um, and Christian was helping. Well, did Christian help out on the new Sonic movie as well, Laura? Do you remember? I'm not sure if he did with the team particular, but yeah. I do know that they brought on quite a few of these kind of veterans of yeah. the Sonic world. He grew up with Sonic. Like, they kind of made their career from yes. Sonic. Um, yeah, which is exactly what they need to do. Yes. Yeah, they fixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still. I mean, I, I like the new design. Um, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Quote quote. Like I'm sure like, there's yeah. still a lot of things that could have done better. But, yeah. You know, respectively, it's a perfectly palatable kids' film now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you know, you've got that movie. You've got the sequel that came out, and then there's the third one coming out as well. Sonic seems to be yes. doing okay these days. You know, he's battered and bruised. He's made it through the early internet days, and he's actually getting games again sonic frontiers came out and apparently it's not that bad it's not yeah, you know, like, yeah it's not a writhing mess it's not like a horrible <laughs> acid fueled journey into the uncanny valley it's like you know apparently it's pretty good i think um, part of that and i think if the first wave that potentially and maybe forgetting something was mm-hmm. when they released sonic boom yeah that um, the first thing about like, 3D animated cartoons where they started yes. to actually embrace the old fandom again. Like they made it a lot more quirky. It was really cool. It's really like written like SpongeBob, like the, the old kind of Nickelodeon style tunes. Right. It's the kids, but there's a lot of a like of adult stuff in there too. Winks at, yeah. at, at, at like older people as well. Yeah. Um, that, that's think, us, older people. Yeah. That's us. Yes. Um, <laughs> And I think since they started doing that, I think a lot more faith is kind of, you know, there's a new light that has come out because yeah. they've ditched this like wanting to be Nintendo and they've just kind of gone back to being more to like delinquent and edgy again. Yeah. But like in a new way, you know, in a more modern way, or a way that like kind of at least is winking at people who actually love the fandom from yeah. when they were younger. So. Yeah, and, and Sonic Boon also redesigned the characters' proportions a little bit and so that they were oh, yeah. animatable. Um, yeah. Same with Sonic in the movie redesign. They made him into like a weird. Initially, he was a weird, more human-like, and then they reverted a little bit back to. He had human Sonic teeth, Sonic. bro. He had that human teeth. teeth. Yeah, that's fucked. Polly shouldn't be. Polly yeah. shouldn't be. So you know, after all of this, like all all I have to say is that I'm actually impressed with the way Sonic has lived through this experience. You know, to have twenty plus years of terrible games and weird cartoons and not all terrible games there were some hits in there too but just you know being treated the way that he was by the internet to come out the other side and have three hit movies and a pretty good video game that's amazing um and so i just wanted to say a quick thank you to um yeah i said it before um oh i put it at the top of the dock and now i've lost it again there was another youtube video that i was going to mention Oh, New Frame Plus mentioned that, and Super Eye Patch Wolf, uh, uh, fantastic. You this yeah, I watched this yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's all I got for Sonic the Hedgehog. Holy fuck! How'd you go? Was that alright? Oh yeah, that was great. I'm so enlightened, but also like a bit gross. Like I need a shower, yeah. even though I've already had a shower. You know. I feel the same. I think I mentioned this to you. I feel the same way that I feel after a Transformers movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all. Oh, I know exactly the feeling. 
yeah. all your like... brain matter has been like raked yeah. off your the top of your skull and it's yeah it, it been needs reduced to, be... to lens flares yeah jeez. <laughs> oh, um, laura thank you so much for coming along and joining no. us for this episode no i should be uh i'm, I'm quite thankful for um the bravery you have uh, <laughs> shown by actually inviting me to not only talk, you know, live, so to speak, but also about something to hit on today. If we ever do a Yu-Gi-Oh episode, you'll be back, don't you? No, worry. no, oh my god, you don't want me there. If you like, if <laughs> is bad, you don't want me in Yu-Gi-Oh. You do not I want me. I don't, yeah, I don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh. Is there Gosh, keep it that way, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. no, you exist. know what? I'm gonna take your advice. I take your advice. Leave yeah. it there. It's all good. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Oh, thank you guys. I had fun. Appreciate it. Yay! Hell yeah! All right. Well, if y'all have uh, any Sonic quandaries or Sonic experiences that you want to pass on to us, you can shoot us an email at it's almost the weekend pod at gmail.com. Otherwise, unless y'all have any closing thoughts. We'll uh, call it there. We love y'all. We hope y'all have a lovely weekend, and we'll see you next time. It's almost the weekend again. Yay. Bye. Miss you. Love you. Bye. Yeah, I think we're-